Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Tech Raptor Podcast. I'm Robert Scarbonito, your features editor. Rutledge Doggett, site founder. Andrew Stritch, slime editor. <laughs> yeah. And Andrew's we... not here, so I didn't know what order to go. <laughs> yeah, you just kind of <laughs> jump in at, at a random point. You're good, right? Yeah, we're we're celebrating almost a year of Tech Raptor podcasts out there in the ether. And to celebrate, we're officially kicking off Andrew Otten. He is no longer on the pod ever at all. Yep. He will not be here next week. Yeah, he sent me a game that I'm now addicted to, and uh, he, he just doesn't exist anymore. Mm, that was the final straw for you. Yep. He keeps giving me games that I get addicted to. Hmm. Uh, is this gonna is this gonna kick off whatever the next wave of of kittens game kitten corner is <laughs> is this how bad it's gonna get no <laughs> no is i love arrows as addicting as, as kittens game or no no hmm. but it is it is super it's like right up my alley so uh, he's gotcha. he's figured out like what games will just like really get me and he'll just like every once so i'm like hey check this out and then four days later, I'm very, very deep. It's going to get to the point where if we do ever like actually get rid of him, you're going to have to like have him as a game recommendation retainer mm, to, yeah. to be like, yo, uh, <clears throat> yo, you got any, uh, got any more, more of those upgrade games? Got any, you know, <laughs> he, he's like, he's got an algorithm just for rut. It's specifically tuned for rut, <laughs> but he has the perfect algorithm to find the match, you know? Yep. I mean, that yeah, sounds yeah. like job security to me. So, like, you it know, <laughs> all the more for it. Yeah, what's that worth to you, Red? Six figures, seven figures? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, this week, we're actually talking all about Slime Rancher 2. Uh, just came out last week, last Thursday. It's in early access, so it's not 1.0. I think it's going to be in early access for a while. But if you've been playing that, we're going to chat about it later. Uh, but first, let's get into some news, some pretty big news, because it's it's been kind of nuts. Um, I guess Grand Theft Auto 6 is a thing, guys. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Did they officially announce that? I mean, they said they're working they, before they said we're working on the next Grand Theft Auto project and everyone was like, it's probably six. Yeah, I, it's looking a little more like it is six based on the hour or so of leaked footage that uh, has been propagating all over the Internet in the past week. They've been quickly DMCA. Yeah. Um, allegedly, this this hacker is a 17-year-old kid in the UK who was just arrested um, yeah. and is the same he, person who uh, allegedly hack, hacked Uber. Yeah. It's, uh, it's bad to get caught that early. <laughs> Why? What's next? CDPR? Well, no, I just mean like, you know, <laughs> it kind of, kind of be one of those things like, hey, if he got caught when he was like 60, then that's like a... Oh, you like know. his age. Okay. Yeah. 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 I thought you meant like early in his crime spree. Like, his, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, no. If nothing else, a, he's got great job offers coming as a yeah. security engineer. Like in jail? And, probably. I don't know. I mean, I mean that's how the private sector hired. works. Typically, you hire black hat hackers to do white hat cybersecurity yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Be a fantastic pen tester. Mm -hmm. For real. So we now know way more about GTA 6 than Rockstar maybe intended, but also just with the caveat of it being a leak. And um, I guess just so you know, when a game isn't ready yet for launch, a lot of the stuff in it isn't final. So these... Uh, no, the art, it, listen to me, the art is done first. The art is done first. You're right. It, it's actually pretty close to launch. I think it's launching today. Yeah, uh, but no, so there's a lot of stuff in there that would probably most likely change between now and when you can officially get your hands on GTA 6. So what you quote unquote know is probably not going to be the final, or at least there are pits of it that won't. Um, but it seems like those leaks or those rumors of like it's a Bonnie and Clyde-esque man-woman duo protagonist thing seems to be on the money. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and according to Rockstar, a lot of people were worried like early on, like, hey, is this going to delay the game? And Rockstar's like, yeah, no, we're good. Mm-hmm. This is going to have no bearing on on our development cycle. I mean, if anything, that probably shows just how far out they are. That it's like, well, we didn't even have a release window, let alone a release date at the moment. So, you know, there's yeah. nothing to delay because that doesn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I haven't even done a trailer yet. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, like, don't delude yourself. This is at least 2024. And that's optimistic. Right, yeah, I guess. for yeah. sure. For a yeah. game of that scale. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You're looking at a significant amount of dev time. And yeah. hey, they've still got a they've still got um Red Dead Redemption 2 online content to to make too, right? They're, right. They're still every, supporting that. Everyone loves blinging out their horses. <laughs> With armor. Oh boy. Exactly. Uh yeah, it's gonna be set in Vice City, if all the assets are to be believed. I think I saw somewhere that like there are actually some some mega fans who are looking through the leaked footage and are piecing together the map which is an intense amount of dedication that I don't think I will ever have. <laughs> all, of those, property. all of those fucking GeoGuessr players. Yeah. They're just like, oh, well, the, uh, this, this street sign is likely that street sign from a three-quarter angle, which lets us know that this street continues into this photo where mm-hmm. this you know, gun store is, and you can see that in a reflection in the hood of a sedan over here. So that yeah. it's just... Like that's too much. I can't. <laughs> or it's it's like the people that uh basically do that like random Google Earth thing where it zooms all the way in and then they figure that's a, that's out where they are from that. that. I totally agree. It is definitely like GeoGuessr. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, like they're the kind of people where if there's a if there's a shot of the sky, they can like triangulate based on what the stars look like and a pirate? Yeah. You're talking <laughs> about a pirate. You're talking about pirates, yeah. Yeah. Do you guys not carry an astrolabe? <laughs> yeah, obviously. <laughs> to break out your sextant yeah uh and as you might expect the i don't know about you guys if you've seen a lot of the quote-unquote discourse around the leaks but it's, it's been kind of annoying as as you might expect like there are people who of course hate the fact that it's it's a woman it's a, it's a female protagonist in my grand theft auto game like lots of big on. gamer moves this week <laughs> yeah lots of big gamer mode things here going on like who gives a shit you're still doing the same dumb shit that you would in every gta game you know you can still I've pull been, somebody out of a car and run them over like mm-hmm. i've been matter. loving i mean i'm i'm one that already like loves getting getting interested in understanding the the building of a video game and you know, getting to see, well, if it's in stage A now, how will it look in, in its full release? A lot of people had some very dumb hot takes about, you know, how the game looks and everything. And it's like, well, it's two years out, you know, it's, it's, you're seeing the work in progress. But I, someone on Twitter made the, made the best comparison that it's like, it's like Rockstar got pantsed. And then in solidarity, so many game studios are just, dropping trow around them mm-hmm. posting all of this really fantastic really interesting footage of like early alpha cuts of their own game mm. like seeing oh, yeah. a little bit was a really cool one horizon horizon, um, yeah. horizon with the the gun yeah because it's just like oh yeah we're testing the systems and we had shit for like kill zone right yeah because yeah. they didn't yeah. have assets for bow and arrow yet let alone yeah, like their weird ass bow and arrows in that game. It's just this blocky dinosaur with different colored pieces on it. Like yeah, that was so cool. yeah. Yeah. No, it's so it's been fascinating looking at all of these like early alpha renditions of games. And I mean, mm-hmm. it's also weird because at the moment, as we speak, there's all of the all of the footage and stuff for the skate early, early alpha that oh, looks yeah. the same. It's yep. it. I mean, you know, it looks like shit because they're just not done with with how it looks. Yeah. So you've just got blank gray areas and basic polygons, and it's just crazy to think that we've got the skate fans over here that are like, "Oh my god, it's a new skate game," and they have their hands on it, and it looks like shit, and they're playing it, and then Rockstar gets leaked, and the game looks way better than the current progress of Skate. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah like and it's not just polygons. Just, yeah, people are just shitting on it. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? 
Wait, are you telling me that they don't, it's not just a bunch of people get in a room, think about a game, and just kind of manifest it into existence overnight? <laughs> is that not how game dev works? No, yes, game dev metaverse. is you, you oh, walk yeah. into your, to your eight monitor setup and your keyboard just has two buttons on it. Um, one says make game and the other one says fix bugs. And mm. they just keep alternate smashing those two buttons right they, they play a round of donkey kong the bonga bongo game the donkey kong bongo game with it uh, donkey oh. conga donkey conga that what yeah. it was yeah mm -hmm. you just play that on the buttons and that's how you make a game we we should know we work kind of in the industry we're, we're professionals yo if you guys ever have three in it so if you guys ever have the chance to play the japanese versions of donkey conga that shit's life-changing. It's yeah. so fucking good. It's mm. got all of like the anime openings and stuff. Oh, nice. So you just get like a, a bongo rendition of a full metal alchemist opening. Hell yeah. <laughs> now I need to find this. It's, uh, it's so fucking good. <laughs> so do you guys want to hear the most capital G gamer take I've heard this week? Yes. Oh, or seen on Twitter. Um, so in response to all of the devs, the other developers in the world sharing, like, here's what Horizon Zero Dawn looked like in early, like early development. Here's what all of this looked like. Someone I saw on Twitter, I shit you not, said, wow, look at all these game developers going woke. So now showing early footage of your early video game is woke. What does that mean? I don't think it means anything. <laughs> they've, they've just, oh man, that term means I don't nothing. Even have a reply for that. Yeah, like, right. It's like this is something that I didn't like, therefore, woke. It is woke. It's like, okay, cool story, bro. <laughs> and, and also, how can you like? How can you look at early footage of a game, and? And have an opinion on it in a way that's like, I don't like it enough or I'm going to call it woke. You know, like it's early footage of a game. Of course, it's not going to look the best because it's still work in progress. I mean, is it just because there's a playable woman? Uh, that's probably part of it. it. It is pretty woke if you think about it. Uh, hey, that's guys, pretty bad. Beyond Good and Evil woke. Yeah, so woke. Tomb Raider? Woke. It's a bad Uncharted ripoff. They went mm -hmm. woke. Yeah, it's just, it's just, you know, it's horrible what they're doing to the game Uncharted industry. Rip -off. Yeah. yeah, Nathan they're... Drake did it first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we all know. Uh, yeah, oh, man, it's it's been a it's week up. of of discourse. Uh, Rockstar, G two, and all the stuff around that. Mm -hmm. and okay. Yeah, it's okay, been yeah. Like, it, it's been one of the, and then everything going on with Twitch. Where it's just mm -hmm. been like this, 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 and it just keeps going and snowballing. And Maroon like, Five, that's been fucking the highlight of my of my week on Twitter. <laughs> Holy fucking <Yes>. fuck! <laughs> oh man, that's so great. A body of yours is absurd. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's like a only fourteen year old. Love it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Yeah, there's been a lot of uh, gamer discourse in the past week, and and another big flashpoint for people is uh, video game donkeys big mode. The, uh, the big YouTuber video game donkey, you've probably heard of him or seen a video of him. You've probably heard his he... voice at least. Yeah, or you've <laughs> yeah. seen him spoil Xenoblade Three recently. Um, he. <laughs> <laughs> He is starting an indie publishing label. He's calling Big Mode. And he published a video about it. And it's it's very have we all seen the video here? Mm -hmm. I got yeah. I got the internet's reaction worth of cliff notes. So yes. I'm gonna be a, a, a an absolute Twitter's expert. got you covered. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Where he kinda he kinda talks himself up, you know. I've I've played a lot of really good indie games, so I think I know. I can pick the right projects, but the whole idea is people pitch him project their game projects. He sifts through it, and using his judgment and taste, uh, chooses games that he likes and financially backs them and promotes them. I would guess just like what any publisher would do. Mm -hmm. So game publishing. He's a game. Yeah, he's a publisher now. 
I think I my mean, favorite take I've seen all week was, uh, I don't remember who it was, but they're like a veteran publisher of 20 years. And he's like, yeah. okay, so only publish good games. I cannot believe that I did not figure out this formula 20 years ago. Yeah. And yeah, th there's definitely a level of arrogance with that, I think. And part of it could just be the persona. And I think that could be, you're kind of mingling him as an entrepreneur as well as him as kind of a, a personality which is where that that arrogance might have come in and maybe it wasn't in, obviously intended that way but that's that's the character um, yeah well because he has also a history positives to it. yeah he has a history of being a joker but also serious so it's like mm -hmm. where's that land yeah it definitely I mean, I feels like the messaging could have done better yeah, I think if he had done it out of character, it might have had more impact. Mm -hmm. um, where it's just like, hey, like, here's what I'm doing. Here's my goals. Here's what I hope to accomplish. Um, but he's got a huge platform. So I feel like anything he backs and, and uses that platform to promote has a good chance of at least getting picked up by a, a fair portion of who follows him. Yeah. Um, so it's less high risk than other deals potentially for some indie devs but it'll be interesting to see what the first game is that he yeah. decides to back yeah i feel like generally i've seen mostly negative reception to this which you know because I, I, I think a lot of it is that is what you said earlier right of like the oh be publish be a publisher but only publish good games but doy why didn't i think of that right like there is a little bit of that, you know, oh, Dunky thinks he can just jump in and do this, right? And I think, yeah, there is that that arrogance paired with the he's never really published a game before. It It's a recipe for, you know, looking like it's you're trying to fill in shoes that are too big for you. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, he has like, what, seven, eight million subs on YouTube. Anytime he releases like a, a review video, like... So that's a lot of eyes who are looking at it and like, oh, okay, if he likes that game, maybe I'll check it out, you know? And I mean, he even occasionally releases videos where like it becomes discourse, like the Xenoblade 3 shit, you know? Like, mm -hmm. so even if he is a little arrogant, like the second he drops a video of like, guys, I'm my, here's my first, my first big mode game, the first game I'm publishing and helping, it's this. That's already like, I don't know, 10,000 wish lists, 20,000 wish lists at least. Yeah, I think it'll be cool to to look at the data throughout that first one. Like, okay, here's the day it got announced. Here's the the wish lists on Steam or whatever. I think it'll be it it's the first time, I'm guessing. Uh I don't know for sure. Like I haven't dug too deep that a YouTuber's kind of converted to publishing. I mean, didn't Yogg's cast do something? Yeah, Yogg's cast did do stuff. And I'm consistently still giggling at at um, Doctor Disrespect's scam that he has going yeah. on. There's that, and then I think Stuff. Game Grumps too. Didn't they do a like Game, Daddy, Game Grumps right? did? Game. Rooster Teeth did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this isn't the first time we've seen like YouTuber personalities get in on the other side of the coin. Yeah. Yeah, I'll be curious to see if this one's successful. I, I did see some people comparing it to the Yogg's Cast um, publishing and how the first couple games were very rough, but they stuck with it. And and I mean, and also like they're a publisher, you know, the publisher helps with funding, with with getting the advertising, the messaging out um, and, and putting the game out. They normally have very little input on what is being created they might help yeah. you know with setting some some ideas of expected deadlines i mean depending on the relationship most publishers set like, milestones in the timeline at yeah, least from but it's what also i understand like, you know if 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 a great concept gets pitched to don to donkey and they agree they sign contracts and then shit goes awry or it doesn't meet scope or you know it just doesn't like nail what they're going for you know i bet that this first game is gonna is gonna do its thing and then it's gonna be oh why did donkey's game suck so bad when mm -hmm. he had nothing to do with it well yeah. that's the unfortunate thing about clout right is once your name's attached to a project when you and your name is as big as donkey's like 
it's going to be donkey's game you know like like he didn't make it himself but yeah it's got his seal of approval like his financial he, seal every of approval. article about it's going to have his name attached to it yeah. he, he might have done nothing but said yeah it looks good and signed a check but congratulations that's that's donkey's game now and mm -hmm. um, yeah like, i also I, wonder I, how his fans would react to his promoting of his games on his channel um as well if you know the people who go to dunk you for you know dumb meme content or his take on games his reviews and stuff you know how much how much is he gonna be able to say without being getting you know called a shill or you mm -hmm. know anything or or people you know, if trailers for his games start appearing, just flat trailers start appearing on his channel, then like, oh, suddenly this has gone from a personality account to a marketing account. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's, I think, that's a good point. Yeah, it's going to be a tough line for him to straddle, right? Because like, like I said earlier, he's, he's a half joker, half serious sometimes, and he rides that line so haphazardly that like it can be hard. <laughs> to approach sometimes right like do you is he being serious in this moment or is he not so when you throw in that third layer of now he's kind of going to be a marketer it's like is he going to be serious about marketing is he joking about the you know like i mean there were people who when he published that video about big mode they were like this is a joke is this a joke like, is, <laughs> is he mocking publishers you know what i mean and it's like yeah no this is real and if this is real let's see where it goes right yeah yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm I think I like Rut, I'm interested in like the logistics of it, but in the same way that I would be interested in the logistics of, you know, understanding what's on the under the hood of any publishing company. <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah, yeah, there's definitely a lot to relationships in the gaming industry that is interesting, whether it's, you know, devs in the audience or gamers uh devs and publishers and and just development in general as we've seen from the gta thing i think that there's a lot of opacity that not a lot of people understand um and maybe maybe he'll be up front throughout the process too because that that could be a cool exercise in, in terms of him now publishing having the audience that he has and also maybe spotlighting the process along the way like mm -hmm. that to me that would be cool um to kind of see someone who's never been in publishing never actually been in game development kind of document that journey from start to finish of i've signed a game i've published a game right um that could be cool i don't know if it'll happen but yeah i saw another funny comment on twitter as well it's like oh yes you know how dare he go from being a youtube personality to being a video game publisher and not do it you know the right way and then it's like well what is the right way there's no such thing as a right way to get into video game publishing right yeah and i just don't get the people who are like angry about this like especially those who are like you know oh i it, it's kind of that idea of i how dare they forgive student loans when i paid my loans like they need to suffer like i did right it's like that kind of feeling yeah um and here i'm thinking I like donkey is a pretty successful YouTuber. I'm sure he wouldn't start up this business venture. That's what this is a business venture, right? Mm -hmm. He wouldn't start it if he didn't have the money to burn and do it. Right. So yeah. like if he ends up publishing a bad game, that sucks for him. But like, what are you losing? You're losing nothing. Right. Like, except for maybe some respect for donkey, if, if you're a really big fan or something. Right. But like you have nothing to lose and everything to gain from this of it potentially being like okay big modes one of your new favorite publishing labels because they released a game that you really like you know yeah and it offers up more potential for indies so you know if you're mm -hmm. if if you get signed by them there's a chance you do well and you've got that financial backing you need to run mm -hmm. the studio throughout development um exactly. which is the hardest part of indie development is you've got to have some sort of a financial backer to be able to get that game from start to finish because it's not just like if you think about it you're not just paying you know 10 developers for six months to develop this from start to finish you're typically yeah. looking at years and full salaries and benefits and space for everyone to work and all that kind of stuff it's it's not cheap so having another potential person who can put money behind potential 
you know hit indies is is not a bad thing mm-hmm. um you know the despite the medium being very crowded at times with the number of releases um you know this puts potential indie devs in a better position than if they were just self-publishing agreed so yeah because i think there's there's a pretty big contingency of people who like like the, what was it years ago now when donkey released that video about game critics he, he was targeting us the game critics um about how with influencers and youtubers there's like that built connection was like if you watch donkey for years you know what kind of games donkey likes and doesn't like and how that compares to your personal taste so that way you mm-hmm. can kind of judge better like if donkey likes that game and it's xyz type of game i might like it too because it hits y and z for me right so this is just that same relationship but extended into a financial place yep. you know so i'm curious to see where it'll go same yeah of course it'd be named big mode <laughs> fucking donkey <laughs> uh last story we have in the list here uh cyberpunk is also going big mode uh turns out cyberpunk 2077 is good again Excuse or always, me. Ha- always has Excuse been good me. yeah okay Thank you. Oh, so, oh so you're in the i told I you thought so you were crap. gonna go the other direction and we were gonna have to fight because because of pan am this is all just for pan am <laughs> Hey, no, it's it's if if Rut does enough good PR for Cyberpunk, then maybe Pan Am will say his name. Mm, okay, that's what this is all about. This this is all for the Pan Am relation, the PR. <laughs> what a simp! Look at that face! Look at that smug face! What a simp! Which you can see at YouTube.com. Excuse me while I go sort through my photo mode photos again and post them on Twitter. Um, <laughs> Oh god! Don't post cringe on main dude. <laughs> He's gonna have to scrub his whole timeline for that, my friend. Uh, so last week we talked about the Cyberpunk Edge Runners anime that's out on Netflix. There's probably quite a few people now who have finished it. It's only ten episodes long, uh, and we can probably prove it because after that anime came out, uh, a lot of people jumped back into Cyberpunk and or bought Cyberpunk for the first time, the video game for the first time. You know, been the top they're, sellers uh, all week. Top they're sellers all their week. No Man's Sky moment. Yeah, this is their No Man's Sky redemption moment, I guess, because they released an anime. Well, not even like it was Trigger and uh, CDPR, right? But mm-hmm. yeah, so they are are doing well, and Cyberpunk is good again. Slash has always been good. It's now also had like what two years worth of updates. Mm-hmm. And they've said, hey, this next update is the last one for last gen, and we're going to be pushing forward for new gen only and announce mm-hmm. the DLC. I think, like, this is the perfect storm of, of you know, giving people reasons to, to hop in to try it again. Mm-hmm. Um, I still haven't played it. <laughs> I should. I, it looks good. I haven't played it, but it looks good. <laughs> I'm I sh- I'm expecting my new PC to come in in about two three weeks, mm. so I'm probably gonna wait for that and then give it a shot. Mm-hmm. RTX on we'll maximum. Yep, but not not fourth gen shape. Sorry, third gen RTX because they're locking that behind the obscenely expensive graphics cards. Yes, and they're like, we're only gonna get more expensive. Yeah yeah jesus christ yeah can't wait to pay 1200 for my next card i saw the most adorable photo of a 4090 with a mini mini with a mini itx board on it and it looks like the gpu is wearing a tiny backpack it's adorable (laughs) it's like it's like your your graphics card comes with a pc yeah yeah it's it's unreal And and that's what that's the machine you'll need to play Cyberpunk in the best quality at the yes. highest frames. Highest frames, best quality, all the polygons. I was polygon on high with a 1070. <laughs> so, really? Yeah. So you haven't even seen Pan Am at her best. He definitely can't handle her at her worst. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, I, I reinstalled it this week, and now that I have a 3070 Ti, so we'll see if it's any better quality-wise. Oh, um, so, right, you're one of them. You're one of the jumping back in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just had to anime. finish 100%ing my most recent game, so. Right. But you haven't seen the Like, neither of you have seen the anime, have you? Not yet. No, it's I have on not my had list. time. <laughs> Interesting. Interesting. I so had you to watch Andor first. Right. So, right, you know, you legally can't boot it up until you finish the anime, right? Otherwise, you don't follow the new story we're talking about. Okay, fair. Yeah, fair. fair. It's installed. I will not boot it until I finish Edge Runners. There you go. Yeah. I mean, this is, it's funny to see this happen after, because I'm pretty sure something similar happened after uh, Superman threw away his cape and became The Witcher on mm -hmm. Netflix. Yep. And the yeah. same thing happened for CDPR. <laughs> so, oh, I'm sure that they saw those metrics and said, Guys, do you reckon we can do it again? Like, mm -hmm. can we pull this off? I think it happened yeah. with Arcane too. Every time there's some sort of a tie-in, you typically see a boost alongside it. If said tie-in is good, if, if it's good, that's the big caveat, right? And Edge Runners was definitely good, and now everyone's going back to the game. Like, even I was kind of tempted to be like, maybe I'll boot it back up, see how it's going. But how, I how think... well do you think that the that the Halo TV show did for for Halo Infinite, guys? <laughs> Yeah, so I'm probably going to wait until 2023 for <laughs> Cyberpunk. <laughs> Are you telling me you guys didn't boot up Halo Infinite again after after watching Master Chief fuck? I didn't boot up Halo. Rewatched that scene a few times. I uninstalled it, so. Mm, okay. It's okay with cloud uh, gaming. You can play it <laughs> anywhere. You could pick up your phone right and play it right now right here right now <laughs> with the power of x cloud yeah uh Chill. i think because cyberpunk's uh what's it phantom liberty comes out in 2023 mm -hmm. that new dlc right so i'm probably gonna wait for that just because it's already a massive game and by then it'll probably be even better than what it is now in terms of like mm -hmm. bugs and fixes and patches and all that stuff that's fair yeah but it's it's, it's, it's nice cool to, to see, see it. though yeah get a it's second like life yeah back in the day you know if a if a game launched wonky then it was just wonky mm -hmm. um and while you know the the idea of oh we can fix it in an update um you know isn't isn't the greatest mentality to have because it fails more often than it than it works out like in this case yeah um, it is nice that they could have something that they were so big on so uh so proud of kind of get to a much better place a much happier place for them mm -hmm. yeah i still think it's interesting though that the narrative is still like oh well it launched poorly but now it's good you know or it's good now despite a poor launch you know like, I, I don't think cdpr is ever gonna get away from just <laughs> how much they botched that lot like it was literally unsellable on the playstation store I like they lost a lot of goodwill. Yeah. I think. Yeah. I think whatever the next release is that isn't, uh, you know, a DLC or whatever, I'll be curious to see how cautious gamers are about buying it. Well, what the next one's going to be that new Witcher game mm -hmm. that doesn't have Geralt. Yep, well, Geralt or however you want to pronounce Geralt. it. Jerry. I don't know. I, I call him Jerry. 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 Um, Jerry of Rivers. I wouldn't be I wouldn't be surprised with the way that they continue to develop on like Siri and that this next like the the emblem thing that these new witchers has is like a cat right or like a panther. I, I forget what, but it's not a wolf. Yeah, well, there's what there's there's school of cat, school of griffin, and wolf. Isn't there also wolf. bear? There's yeah, there's one or two others. I can't remember. I don't know Witcher lore like immensely well, mm -hmm. um, despite having all the books behind me. Um, <laughs> you don't have them re like Weird memorized. Flex, but okay. No. Well, I just I, I just finished books. reading all of them. them this year, so. <laughs> um, you know, there's there's yeah. a lot there's a lot more than just Geralt. I think that they can that they can dive into. Um, I'm sure we're gonna see some big gamer takes on whenever you know Witcher four gets gets announced or shown off or which spin spinoff whatever they want to call it what are you talking about are you saying gamers have big takes they've been pretty tame and not 
bad super chill ever speak. never never have i seen a bad gamer take I mean, there's not a twitter account for it yeah as we this, go this... on we're, the, the clown makeup is slowly manifesting on us like... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yikes i hate it all yep so let's talk about a good game and have our good gamer takes on slime rancher 2 all three of us have been playing Slime Rancher 2, early access. It's on uh, Stretch. Do you want to say it? It's uh, on. It is playable on Xbox Series X and S and PC. On the, what? Uh, uh, you can get it on Steam, I think. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Cheeky bastard. Anything, anything else? <laughs> so you have Steam on your Xbox Series X? Yeah, you just uh, just what rain meter? That's what it's called. What's the oh. what's the thing that lets you <laughs> just sideload that into your Series X? Yeah, why not? It's pretty much just a big computer anyway. It, it I guess it's also PC. I guess it's also on uh, Game Pass. So hey, there, there we go. That, okay, got that, it. Okay, checks in the mail. It's a footnote. Really, hey, don't do that again. Spencer might not give us the check <laughs> if you if you do that. <laughs> It's actually funny that I, I have been playing it a bit on xCloud on my phone. <laughs> how, how does that run? It runs great. Yeah? It's, it's, I've, uh, I recently put wired internet into my house. I used to have issues with like xCloud connectivity and stuff. Since putting my mm. main computer, main media sensor computer off the Wi-Fi onto wired, xCloud runs flawlessly in my home. It is mm. such a nice experience. Incredibly <laughs> unexpected. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, yeah. I've been I've been really digging ranching some slimes. It it feels like the first game in mm. the nicest way possible. Like okay. it, uh, it is so similar. I I got onto the first slime rancher on early access when it hit Xbox as well. Um, this one definitely is more features heavy. There's already like 18 different types of slimes. Um, and you just, you go around, you build up corrals, you get them some food, you you feed it to them. It's about biggest, crystals. Yeah. Well, <laughs> plorts, because there are crystals, but the crystals are not plorts. You yeah. harvest their poop and turn it into money. And not to be <laughs> confused with crystal plorts, which you get from crystal slimes. Oh yeah, sorry. No, so there aren't. There are crystal slimes that shit out crystal plorts, but then there's also diamonds that you can get. Mm. But I don't know what they do yet. But I've got like five of them. Wow. I know where it, they spawn. <laughs> mm. Just yeah. like hoarding shit. Like there's gonna be an update any any day now. This is gonna be useful. <laughs> it just came out, but the next update's around the corner, guys. I feel it. <laughs> yep. Yeah, um, and it's been a huge success, a huge launch for Minami Park as well. But they had they had said on Twitter that like their lofty goal was to get a hundred k cells, and they smashed that in six hours. And mm -hmm. then you know, I'm I'm wondering whether that's even just talking about cells or talking about players via Game Pass as well. Yeah, because that's got to be true. That's got to be pretty stonked. Um, I would right. expect that more than 100,000 people have tried it out on Game Pass so far. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I've never played the first game. So this is my first time sliming, my first slime time. Uh, it is cute. It's a very, mm -hmm. very cute game. Like, just looking, especially the kitty slimes, the tabby slimes. Tabby oh, slimes are so great. And the mm -hmm. cotton slimes. Yeah, with the, the bunny ears. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm the third highest selling game on steam wow. that's wild yeah so it might After actually cyberpunk or before cyberpunk of course <laughs> the success story of cyberpunk uh so yeah that might actually be then 100k real sales about the side of game pass mm -hmm. yeah so how far are you in it scrappy what have you experienced so far as a as a so new rancher of slimes so I've been to the the lava island. So there's the okay. main island that you spawn on, right? Like that's mm -hmm. the main big one that you get, like pink slimes, cotton slimes, tabby slimes, right? And then I've un I've been to the lava island and I have unlocked the other island because if I remember right, I think there are only 
there are three islands in this early access build so far right from what i've read yeah that's what i've found so far (laughs) yeah so i've unlocked the other island i haven't been to it yet because i'm still trying to figure out the like what i'm enjoying about the game is that there are parts of it where i'm like man i wish i could do this like this is kind of annoying that i have to do it this way but eventually there are upgrades or things or gadgets that are like oh okay i can't do it that way that i want to like warping like i was kind of annoyed for like you can only carry four things and you have to run out run back to home run out back to home um but then there are like little things that help you along the way like the fabricator like there's a fat like a one of those uh fabricator deposit points out in the island the first island so you can like drop off materials that you don't need but then you can build warp things, you can build more fabricator deposit points, right? So like, if you keep getting the resources you need, you can eventually make it far more convenient for yourself. So it's kind of like, it's kind of like the highway and Death Stranding, but less painful. Because that highway makes the game playable, you just have to slog through 30 hours to build it. This is like just an hour or two, and and you get the convenience you need, you know? Yeah, there's a lot of fun like building up of resources making things easier as you go i know i just i just unlocked an item that will let me create a teleporter that will take me to that that starlight isle mm. um the the island in the south so you know after building that i won't even need to run out to you know where that is i can just build a teleporter for it which nice. is going to be so nice yeah that'll be so much so much retreading of ground Mm -hmm. because like all i have right now are the one-way teleporters like back to home so i just Mm built one of those in the lava island so that's going to be nice to have but i still have to do the one-way trek to it you know yeah yeah um one thing that does i really like in the original game all of the upgrades just cost coins They've done a really good job expanding that in this game so that the upgrades are coins, but can also be plorts and other materials. I love the fact that plorts are getting used for more than just selling. I hate having to go out and gather all of the other resources. Like the the non-plort stuff. Yeah. 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 It, It feels like in a, in a game where you're trying to be automating a lot, like the the auto feeding the auto collecting of ports and stuff that there's still a weird disconnect happening to well you need these things but there's no way to get those and you can farm them but they're on a timer so good fucking luck (laughs) yeah like there it's i've kind of settled into a rhythm where i grab those whenever i have the empty tank but then like Mm -hmm. try to think in my head like i need to like my goal is x i need to route my way to a fabricator deposit point before i get to x that way i can drop those off and still have the empty tanks for more stuff later yeah yeah and like i've i've got the upgrades that lets me have five tanks and each of those tanks can hold 40 of an item instead of the 20 that you start with wow but i still get to to the problem it's like i might only have one or two of five items but hey i want to pick up one of those sixth items over there (laughs) please let Mm -hmm. me do that (laughs) like i've got all of this space but i can't like cross mingle what i've got in my in my inventory yeah yeah i have found that to be probably my biggest pain point so far is the very limited inventory Mm -hmm. you have which i I get as part of the gameplay loop i i think i'm still feeling out whether i like whether it's one of those like it's just annoying enough but you have enough solutions for it or if it is just annoying you know (laughs) just annoying yeah (laughs) yeah i'll agree Um, with that i think there's just a lot of running because of it Mm -hmm. Um, going to different places and unlocking more and getting behind the the fat slimes to to you know get new upgrades and stuff i think that there is a lot that you know is quality of life hidden behind gameplay which i really enjoy i'm hoping that there will be more stuff um that will will ease a lot of that running like an immediate teleport out to a different island I know I've just got an item that will let me like 
shoot stuff in in one location and it will come out another like not just mm. even for the refiner but for just like anything because oh. i'm even having issues where you know i've got my my farm spread out among like the three or four locations right and it's a pain in the ass to you know get my 100 boom plorts from all the way over here back to the central island back downstairs or like to the central area to to sell them mm. like even that's taking time <laughs> yeah i i have wondered how that's going to feel because i have i've only unlocked one of them so far that's like where i stopped is after i unlocked the first like mm -hmm. extra space mm -hmm. but i was thinking through like okay this space i'm gonna have like these slimes and i'm gonna grow this type of food for them so that way i know like all of it can be contained in that one ecosystem but then it hit me like oh but i have to sell the plorts and even if i vacuum them up with the nice automation upgrade like i still have to run them back and forth with my 30 per item slot right now that sounds like a real dick <laughs> like, i kind of hate that idea yeah yeah, yeah. i'm yeah. hoping that some of the future updates have a little bit more to the automation mm -hmm. um, because that's really where these type of games shine is like yeah up front it's a big lift and a lot of like manual labor but then you figure out the automations and things get you know things accelerate and you can kind of figure out cool solutions to different things yeah um i'll be curious to see what they kind of roll out as they get more community feedback mm -hmm. um which is really the the whole point of early access we've seen early access games complain complain change completely because of community feedback yeah. like um, fortnite <laughs> like fortnite and uh the mm -hmm. cycle and no man's sky uh yeah. hey are you guys still enjoying fortnite save the world do you guys uh like that part I've of never it, played or? it to be honest with you i went straight I don't think to the that VR. They ever officially put it put it out of beta like they just killed it mm -hmm. pretty much just wiped out tomato town yep um yeah because i think there's a part of me that's like i kind of want this to be like satisfactory factorio like that level yeah. of automation mm -hmm. um or even like tectonica even, right but. even something as simple as like hey i've got a hundred plorts saved up in this area like can i hit a button that says send to refinery or send to bank yeah send to market like, even. Boom, wipe it move on yeah or like if you have two plots next to each other and like one is growing the food for the slimes and the other in the corral then like, oh, like connect the two connect the two yes yeah. so just conveyor belt like so carrots go right into the feeder and the feeder just constantly feeds it like that would be kind of nice right i don't know if that maybe shows up later or like that's planned in a future build maybe but yeah i don't think that they ever got to that level of automation in the original game mm. um but you know we'll see if if they're planning on like taking kind of like if here's where we stopped with the original game how can we expand um yeah i would i would hope that further automation is is part of that and it's not just expansion in terms of more slimes more ports more yeah. more things to collect right because like when i was playing through that early build of tectonica that other factory building type game one of the greatest feelings in that is like okay i have this huge domain like it's a humongous space it's annoying to get from point a to b right but once i've taken this small sector of point a and i've like built it out resourced it out conveyor belted it out suddenly i never have to go there ever again because mm -hmm. i have it feeding all of my resources to me at point mm -hmm. b right so that's like i don't even need to travel and that would be kind of nice to like maybe after a couple hours of play like when you unlock like the extra ranch areas at some point you've automated it to the point where you never have to go there unless there's a problem that would be kind of a nice feeling like after hours and hours of work and effort you've automated a system that works for you and you don't have to travel there anymore you know that'd be really nice <laughs> yeah yeah because yeah. that's where a lot of the satisfaction comes from the, these type of games that have that automation is like you build out this cool system and you're like yeah 
is mm -hmm. awesome. And, and um, it's always usually pretty uniquely you too, because you you're oh gonna yeah. fuck up, you're gonna make mistakes, and you're gonna have to put put on bandages. <laughs> Like, well, I mistake. guess I've got to restructure everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the number of times I've done that in Satisfactory. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so I, that would be kind of cool to eventually have where it's like in, in one of your like offside ranches, like you, you farm four different types of slimes and you have all the plots like feed into that slime, those slimes, like with the right food, et cetera. Mm -hmm. Like that'd be kind of cool. But I mean, like I've already put in probably eight or nine hours to the game that came out wow. like yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> so, at the time of at the time of recording. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, I think I think that they're onto something. Look forward mm -hmm. to to watching it as it updates through the. It is. It is a very like chill. Yes. Chill vibe game too. Like it's the music chill, is delightful. Cute. The environments are 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 neat and you know there's not a lot of uh tension mm -hmm. so it's just kind of you're running around sucking up slimes putting them in pins and making them poop yeah um, and also the art direction i just want to call out that the art direction is amazing like it's it's not you know photorealistic it's not trying to be a death stranding but like everywhere you look is so pretty like out of a out of a like a children's art book kind of vibe you know you're gonna love the starlight area yeah it's so cool the south island it's all like um royal blues and and like deep purples mm. um, it's it's so cool it's so nice it's just it's just fun to be in the world nice yeah i'm definitely looking forward to that because it's just like even like if you just stand there and look at the slimes and watch them interact, it is so adorable. It's like, you know, there's people watching, then there's slime watching. And slime when watching they do is the top adorable, tier. like when they stack on top of each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's to try to so get out. Cute. Yeah, well, like even just out in the wild. Like I was walking around in the wild and there was a honey slime with a pink slime on its head, a pink slime on its head, and another honey slime on top. Oh. And they were like trying to move and like waving around like a wacky wavy inflatable tube man it was like this is fun this That's cute i've well, i've turned this corner and they're having fun and i am smiling and everything is okay in the world <laughs> mm -hmm. this is how you know everything is fine now right mm -hmm. yeah this is a, a great game to uh eat an edible and just buy just chill yeah, yeah. like i here's one thing i also hope devs if you're listening in the future pet the slimes just yes. a, button, a button to pet the slimes. Maybe not like the crystal or boom slimes, but like no, a tag give me the option. Yeah, you know, if you like to live a little dangerously. pain, little gain. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But that would be that'd be great. Just a little pet pet on the slime, and then your hands all slimy slime. and gross. Yeah, you have to like shake it off, right? Yeah. Uh, question for you guys for for especially maybe stretched or, or maybe the most guides minded here is it more efficient to um farm a basic slime but feed it the favorite its favorite food so you get double the plorts or to always fuse and make like a largo always fuse always fuse because whenever you feed it because when you when you fuse slimes they like what food type they'll eat becomes um combined Right. So for the for specifically like the meat eating slimes, which you know gaining and maintaining meat as a resource is a pain in the ass. Yeah. If you can pair that with something that just wants like a cuberry or like a fruit, um, feeding them still nets you double plorts, and it's double mm -hmm. of both of them. So if you take oh, wait, some two to four, yep. Wait, when you feed them their favorite, but they're fused, their favorite still works. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh shit. They because they 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 take the favorite of both of them. Oh, I so, thought it nulled out the favorite, and so you were getting double, but instead of like double double, it's like you get two different ones. So no. So and it'll so it'll be that you know if you fed a pink, uh, like a a pink cotton, pink cotton, pink will eat anything, but has no favorites. 
right. cotton's favorite is the the water cabbage right so if you feed a combined one just a single water cabbage you'll get two pink plorts and two cotton plorts oh shit okay so I've... that like <laughs> currently my my pink cotton enclosure that has like 10 um 10 largos in it i've already got max capacity in the plort collectors and then the floor is just filled um and mm. they're just rolling around in their own filth and Beautiful. they're looking very happy but yeah no for efficiency wise i actually have put out a money-making guide for like how to get set up how to get started um mm. what are some like important things to go for early um but yeah feeding them their favorites that's huge mm. and you can see that at techraptor.net if you'd like to see Ooh. the guide uh and that's actually another question i have what's the maximum you guys are putting in your enclosures like per I, per i coral, didn't even count coral. i aim for five to ten five like to closer ten. to the ten side mm. um at the point that you're generating like double by the time you go out and come back money doesn't matter uh you yeah. you very very early get to a point that money just doesn't fucking matter it's really mm. just you want to make sure that you don't have support generation is not a problem because of how automated it can be you're going to be spending so much time going out and picking up the different like oil resources or these gems or these crystals or whatever that by the time you come back you're you're going to have like 50 of 50 of a plort so mm. you you're not going to know what to do with it and you'll end up with 100 banked up and them just littering the floor because you have too many plorts <laughs> too many plorts interesting because i've been keeping 20 in an enclosure and i'm fusing all of them so i have 20 largos per enclosure <laughs> and that's it it's a mosh pit <laughs> for all of them. well because you know what happens if they get a hold of a plort that is not their color right they go tar tar, plort, they go tar, tar. which is just gonna fuck shit up it's better yeah. to better to play it with like five to ten that are getting fed their favorite so that it's essentially like you have 20, 20. per enclosure Mm -hmm. but you have zero risk of them breaking out, especially when you get to like boom slimes that um, like their explosion propels others. Right. So there's a higher chance of them hitting that air net and doing damage to it. And you just, you just don't want them getting, getting out. Can, can I be honest with you, Fresh? I have boom crystal slimes. So they explode and they do the crystal things. Yeah. The, and I have 20 yeah. of them in an enclosure with an air. God damn. <laughs> You're flirting with disaster, my friend. It, it, hasn't, yeah, I think it hasn't died yet. Like the, the air my, is still fun. I think I've got maybe five or six boom crystals of slimes. <laughs> That's it. Like, I just like, I don't want to fuck with this. This is not, nope, not today. I've, I've got 20. I'm <laughs> living dangerously. I really am cool guys don't look at explosions and you look behind scrappy's character and it's just a giant tar monster coming up at him uh are there like upgrades later too where you can like fight back tar monsters like you can you can boop them away like uh, yeah you can get like a water like, cannon yeah there's an automatic water cannon that you can get and then also you can get like uh an additional like slot on your cannon but it's specifically a water reservoir Mm. Um, and if you shoot them with water, then they'll explode. Oh, nice. Okay. So yeah, you can you can fight back. Gotcha. Yeah, I think I I did not expect to enjoy Slime Rancher two as much as I did because I I kind of always thought it's like oh it's a cute little game maybe like a couple hours and I'm done but I I'm kind of itching to get right back into it right or we're done Hell recording yeah. this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. It's it's got a solid gameplay loop mm -hmm. um, that'll keep you kind of coming back. And then yeah, when you that hit that like... kind of end of it, then just wait. They, I mean, they've got a pretty robust roadmap, I think, at least from what they've kind of. So it sounds like we're about to hang up this call and just just all hop on to Slime Rancher. Give us multiplayer. <laughs> God, can you imagine? Yeah, multiplayer, especially for like the limited inventory. Multiplayer would be huge. Okay, That'd be so but, big. Yeah, but also imagine like you're your shithead friend being like oh what's this some uh pink tabbies i'm uh i've got a cotton floor here i'm just gonna throw I'd it just into that little rock slimes at you yeah <laughs> <laughs> just shooting them a friendly fire yeah 
but no, uh, Slime Rancher 2, great little game. Very co cute, cozy, fun. Like, you know, what else could you want, right? Uh, but I think that does it for this week's episode of the Tech Wrapped Podcast. We hope you enjoyed. And if you did, please feel free to leave us a review on whatever platform you're listening on or leave a comment down below on YouTube or on our site. Let us know, have you been playing Slime Rancher 2? When you think of it, are you having fun? Is it too similar to the first? Are they making some good changes? Let us know down below. Uh, and feel free to hit subscribe as well if you haven't already, so you always get new episodes of this show. And if you want more, you can see techraptor.net, where we're always publishing news reviews and features all throughout the week. Uh, but more of this show will be in your feed next Monday. We'll see you then.